Hey there, friends. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to our next Collaboration Zone Zoom party. This is a free Zoom chat get together with all of my entrepreneur friends in the Rise and Recovery Network, where we can share mind and business growth tips, strategies, and you get to network with other entrepreneurs of all experience levels. So if you want to level up your business and get connected, book your spot today. Head on over to www. The road forward slash collaboration zone. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey guys, Tamar here from the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. So glad you could make it. You know, one of the things that has been on my mind lately is I had heard a professor say, do you practice at the outer edges of your ability? And that really resonated with me because it's something that I think that me being outside of my comfort zone constantly, and I've talked about it before where I have learned to get uncomfortable, right? It's become comfortable to become uncomfortable now. And it really feels like I'm riding this huge wave of discomfort because each and every day I'm taking a new step forward into something that's unknown. But because I am so much more purpose-driven today and I know exactly what what I want to achieve, it's getting easier and easier to recognize that there are so many amazing things outside my comfort zone. And so when I heard about practicing at the outer edge of your ability, I thought about how that has played out in my life because at one point, of course, that wasn't the case. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that if you're somebody in business and you want to do some brainstorming, you want to get a little bit more niche down and kind of move through some of those roadblocks that maybe haven't been allowing you to grow your business as much as you would like to, go ahead and hit the show notes after this episode and book a free 30-minute business audit session with me. And if you're someone that's maybe, you know, you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, maybe you need a little bit more clarity, maybe you know that you're capable of so much more, but you're unsure about what that more is, I offer a 30-minute discovery call as well. So you can go ahead and book that. We can kind of dig into, you know, what you think your purpose might be, and I can help you come up with some, you know, value in that call. It's absolutely free. So head on over to the show notes and book your call today. So today's topic about practicing at the outer edge of our ability I want you just to imagine a circle. doesn't matter how big this circle is, but think about like, this is you. This is the knowledge that you have, right? The skills that you currently 
possess. And I say currently because if you've listened to any of the NeuroChange episodes that Lindsay and I did, you will know that you can grow the brain, you can adapt and learn new things. So picture this circle of you and then picture this outer edge, right? The outer edge is the area that it starts to become uncomfortable, right? It's the edge where you're thinking, oh, I'm not sure I can do this because I've never gone any further than this. I've never ran any further. I've never lifted any heavier. I've never done a project that is in, you know, this area of expertise. When you practice at that outer edge and you learn that taking that first step outside of that line, it grows your circle, right? And then all of a sudden that is something that now you know, that is something that's comfortable and you do it again and you do it again. You know, I look back over my history and I look at my past and I'm an all in kind of person. When I decide that I'm gonna do something, um, the difference between back then and now is back then I didn't have a plan. Today when I go all in, I do have a plan so I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, but that I think was the difference. So in the beginning though, I was this all in kind of person. When I started something, it was like balls to the walls. And I did anything I could to achieve that goal. Oftentimes it revolved around dieting because that was something that has just been really apparent in my life uh, since I was younger. And I was gonna starve myself for as long as it took to hit that goal weight. But of course, when it came to working out, I would go to the gym and as soon as things got too heavy or as soon as the cardio got too hard, I would stop right? I would stop before I got my end results because A, when it was came to eating, I had deprived myself so badly that of course, anytime I, you know, stepped over that edge and started eating things that I, that weren't in my plan, I would binge and I would go completely off the rails, right? Because I just, I couldn't keep the willpower. It just wasn't sustainable anymore. And of course, when I was at the gym, um, if it got too heavy, I just stopped. You know, I, I didn't think to ask somebody if they could spot me so I could try to do some extra reps or I could use some heavier weight or anything like that. I just stopped at that outer edge of my ability. I never pushed through. I never got uncomfortable because I was so used to living within my comfort zone. Now, I have done this in probably every area of my life. I remember when I was younger, it was with relationships, right? I would stay in a relationship for a certain amount of time. And when things got difficult, I would leave. And I would leave because I didn't want to deal with the unknown. I didn't want to deal with what it was like to go through problems within a relationship. I would rather just start fresh, right? Because that first few months of a relationship is always blissful. And well, let's be honest, those of us who have been in long-term relationships, it usually does not you know, maintain that sort of bliss. You have to deal with the road bumps and it's the same with life. There are gonna be challenges that come and if you don't learn to expand that circle, you're not gonna grow. I did it with work as well, right? Working on projects that became a challenge. You know, I would stop and just try and pass it off to somebody else. And, you know, what changed, right? What changed from that all-in mentality to giving up as soon as I hit that outer edge of my ability to now wanting to push through that and, and continuously 
living in a state of discomfort that's actually now comfortable and it's exhilarating. I can tell you that from experience. The thing that changed is I discovered my purpose, right? I decided to do some soul searching. I decided to ask myself, what is it that I want to do? What, you know, gets me out of bed in the morning? What what can I do that I'm passionate about that if you were to strike up a conversation with me about it, we could sit and talk for hours about, right? And I'm grateful because I have that today, right? I, I talk to a lot of people on the show that are just as passionate about what they're doing as I am. And that, that really wakes me up each and every day. It gets me excited about life. It helps me build resilience because I'm always focused on this stuff. And even when shit hits the fan, I can still know that I am living a purpose-filled life, right? So that is another bonus of finding your purpose is you start to build resilience. So let's talk about purpose because I think that purpose can also evolve, right? We're not, I don't necessarily believe that we have one sole purpose in life, but I believe that when we start to really do some soul searching about what our purpose is, what we love to do, um, we find something, we go with that, that gets the ball rolling, right? That gets the motor revved up and going and we're off on this road trip and all of a sudden we're met with these forks in the road. We're met with opportunities to grow, to expand, to continue to expand that circle, right? Of living at the outer edge of our ability. We live there and then we take that step over the line. We grow our circle again. So when I'm passionate about something, I want to follow it through, right? Not only do I want to follow it through, I want to see how much better I can make it. So I want to make sure I push myself the next time to do something even more, right? And then what happens is you start to feel empowered. And I'll give you some examples of this because I, I really truly believe that this it didn't set in for me until I discovered what it was that I wanted to do for a living because I knew that being in you know um, the corporate world forever was not what what filled my cup it wasn't what got my heart racing and got me all excited to get out of bed in the morning it was helping other people and sharing my journey with them so they realized that they could do this for themselves so where I basically started was you know when I was traveling for corporate I knew that eating would potentially be a challenge. And so I decided to start my podcast. Now, podcasting was very outside my comfort zone, believe it or not. I, it made me so nervous to record a podcast. I remember Adam, uh, my podcast coach, he was the first person I interviewed. I get to talk to him quite often. And so, but I was still nervous, right? Because I thought, what if I asked the wrong thing? What if it's choppy? And, you know, I was scared shitless, but I did it anyway. Um, he, you know, I asked him, how do I do this? How do I structure my interviews? And so I did that. I asked him to be my first guest because I knew that would be comfortable. It was a good place for me. Then I started to get introduced to other people. I started asking other people and slowly I got out of my comfort zone and I started to get better at interviewing people. So today I, you know, I still get a little bit nervous, but I, I, you know, nervousness shows up the same way as excitement does. So I'm going to switch that emotion to more excitement because I know that I'm talking to somebody that's got a passion for life and a passion for helping others. So that allows me, and because of the practice I've done and because I've always gone a little bit further now, 
is it allows me to have better flowing interviews with people, right? Um, and so that was kind of the first area that while I was traveling, traveling, I would, you know, kind of share or share with you guys what I was going through, what the challenges were met. I started eating a lot better on the road. I wasn't, I didn't succumb to all the temptations that were on the road and it started to feel empowering, right? I was going to the gym. I had a routine and this all led to me wanting to do more because I thought, man, if I can do all this kind of stuff, how much more could I do? And so I decided to join a mastermind. And and you've probably heard me share the story before that I was asked if I had an email opt-in. I had no idea what an email opt-in even was. So what did I do? I hopped on my computer after this mastermind and I started looking at what's an email. How do I get an email opt-in? From there, I learned how to create a website. I learned how to create online courses, right? Every time I learned something new, my next thought is when I completed that project, because now I was more purpose-driven, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and I knew that these were the steps I had to take to get there. But I also had to learn to live outside of that outer edge of my ability, right? So I started to learn new things. Again, I became empowered, my brain grew, and now these are just things that I can do pretty automatically, and I'm always in flow state when I do it, which is another cool thing. So if you wanna learn more about flow state, make sure you hit me up, because I've actually got a program now to take you through purpose and flow and go through basically the brain and mind sciences. So I know that's a side note. Anyway, I started to invest more into my personal development. That is something that is really important. When I, I was having a conversation actually the other day with a friend of mine about this, and we talked about, it's a fact that when you put money into something, you're more committed. You know, I've had people go through workshops that I've done, or I've gone through other workshops that other people are doing, and you notice that people start falling off. They start not showing up for themselves because guess what? They're not invested in it. And I can tell you when I've invested a large sum of money into myself, I put in the effort, I put in the time, even when I get frustrated or, you know, I don't understand everything fully. I am fully invested into learning, right? And, you know, what I learned about neuroplasticity is that when we start to struggle, right? So we're learning something new and we're really struggling. Maybe we're not grasping that concept or we think we're not grasping that concept. That's actually not true. We are absorbing things, but it's our brain's way of telling us we're growing, we're learning, right? So sometimes it's just repetition. Sometimes it's just going over that stuff over and over again. And eventually you just kind of know. I don't know if you you know, can think of any examples for yourself, but I remember even when I got sober, right? I was taking all this information in and then I was told, now you go help somebody. And I thought, I can't help somebody because I'm probably going to kill them, right? Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And what actually happened was that when I was talking to new people and they would ask me for my advice, stuff would just, suggestions would flow out of my mouth. And I actually was quite shocked at what I was talking about because here I thought, okay, I'm doing this stuff, but I feel like I'm not absorbing it. I actually was absorbing it, right? I just needed a chance to share it the other way around where I could actually help someone else. So this stuff does start to happen and just know that when you have that feeling of struggle, it's actually your brain's way of telling you that it is absorbing it and you are learning. So the last example that I'm gonna give you is when I wrote my first book. 
you know, I barely graduated grade 12. English was probably one of my worst subjects, but it wasn't my worst subject because I didn't know it. It was my worst subject because I just didn't care. And, you know, I've done blogging. I've been, you know, it was commented before that I was a good writer. I still didn't believe it, but I knew that in order to write a book, A, I had to get a support network, which I did, right? I joined a program where we did, you know, weekly get togethers with everybody that was trying to publish a book in 14 weeks. I learned how to do the outline. I got a course on how to, you know, scope out an editor, do the book cover, all that kind of stuff, which I had no idea how to do. It was very overwhelming the first time. And I honestly felt like I was practicing at the outer edge of my ability. And I had to push myself because there were times in there where my limiting beliefs came back and they started telling me, you know, who do you think you are writing your story? Like, who's going to care? Who are you going to impact? Does it really matter? You weren't homeless. And I started to compare myself again, right? Much like when I got sober because I was a very functioning person when I got sober. I mean, okay, my life was a bit in shambles, but... For the most part on the outside, if you looked at me other than being, you know, completely overweight and unhealthy and well, probably not all that happy, you would think, well, what's this girl complaining about, right? She hasn't got it together. But deep down inside, I knew that that wasn't the case. But still, that is where my brain reverted to as I was writing this book. And I went ahead and did it anyway, right? And So I slowly started to expand that circle that I was talking about because when things got difficult and, you know, I was having troubles coming up with the next chapter or the next paragraph, I I had the tools, I had the resources, I had the support that I could just step back. I could confide in somebody, you know, thank, thank goodness for my counselor throughout the whole experience because I could just step back, deal with the emotions and go back into it. But I truly lived on those outer edges of my ability and I just, I, I, I expanded that circle even more to the point where the second time when I wrote Beyond Recovery, I was able to do that completely by myself other than having to hire an editor and somebody to do the cover but it felt a lot easier. So, you know, always expanding that circle of that outer edge of your ability, you become empowered, right? And then it gives you other opportunities. I got asked to be um, an executive contributor to Brains Magazine recently, so I'm going to be doing that. And so this is all because I didn't stop when it got difficult, right? Because that is what we do a lot of the time. When things get uncomfortable, we stop. So really practice getting outside that comfort zone and living, you know, at the outer edge of your ability when things start to get tough. You know, if there's anything that you can take away from this, when things, when you're trying something new and things start to get difficult, think what is one more thing that I can do that will push me over this, that I thought I do not have the energy to do this, right? I don't think I can do it. Just do one little Thing more. It doesn't matter how small it is, right? Take one step further. And I trust me, when you do this over and over again, you build that resilience, you feel empowered, and you will be surprised at how much you can accomplish. Again, I'm going to take this back to purpose and beliefs, right? When you have the belief in your ability to do something, you are more likely to accomplish that than somebody who does not, right? So it's really important to get your head straight, 
to have that belief in you know most people who live a more purpose-driven life they have a purpose that's greater than themselves and they also believe in their ability to do it no matter what roadblocks they face so again if you need any help on this stuff i'm happy to jump on a call i offer a 30-minute discovery call and of course a 30-minute business audit session so you can head on over to the show notes and sign up for one of those calls today but I hope you enjoyed this episode. I just, you know, I love to give some examples of what are things that I've done in my life to give you, you know, kind of this, just a, a view of how that looks in my life today. And things, just maybe it's some ideas that can spur um, some inspiration within yourself. And also, if you haven't yet, make sure you sign up for the next Collaboration Zone Zoom call. This is a network of like-minded entrepreneurs in recovery that can help you scale your business. We do so many cool things. We start off with training. We do a 90-second speed connection round where you are able to network and connect with other entrepreneurs in the group. And at the end, we do a hot seat so you can volunteer to be on the hot seat and just share one of the roadblocks you're facing. And then maybe one of the group members can help you get through that roadblock or several group members can give their input and ideas that will help you break through that. We also do member training. So if you want to train on one of these calls and share your area of expertise, just reach out to me. Uh, you can sign up by going to www.theroadforward.ca slash collaboration zone. And did I mention these will be launched as podcast episodes. So if you're looking to get your name out there and share what it is you do, who you serve, then make sure you get on these calls. Anyways, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.